Here we are. We're <laughs> Welcome to a new episode of Movies That Don't Suck and Some Do. My name's Neil. And he's trying to be a seizure with that lights on that lightsaber. Seizure time! Yeah. Seizure time! Um, if you guys don't know, I worked at a Star Wars event this past week. And they gave me this little, uh, it's a space sword. We're not allowed to say the other word. <laughs> lightsaber. They, they said I wasn't allowed because it was advertisement or whatever, but lightsaber, of course. Yeah. And uh, I've been playing with it all week. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. Who doesn't play with it? It's so cheap, too, man. Like, me and the other guy, we're, we're gonna, we were going to sword fight with them. And you I just break them, right? went like that once. And I was like, dude, we hit once. Yeah, this is yeah. done. Especially as done. hard as you want to hit. You know, you can't. So Yeah. Hit, hit once because it's over. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we are going to be reviewing two movies this week. Yes, count them. Two movies this week, like we do every week right here on Movies That Don't Suck and Some That Do. Uh, to Today, now, last week when we talked about movies we were going to review, uh, a lot of things changed <laughs> in the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went from like three different movies throughout this week. And the, the problem is um, the good old city of where I live in Tulsa, Oklahoma, doesn't like to show all the movies. Yeah, for some reason, they're not as culture as the case here for some reason. So we went to go see The Zone of Interest. I well, was... I mean, you got to also think. You had to also think, as many people that are in the entire city metroplex of Tulsa with all these suburbs, yeah. is about the same amount of people that are in just the one town you live in. Or just Shawnee? Okay. Or OP, right? Yeah, yeah, or that's OP. what I'm saying. Yeah. But we're about, we, you guys, like, it's not, we're not, I've I've looked at it before, and it's just, like, weird how there's not a lot. Yeah, that's all. So. But... But because of all of this, this awesomeness that is us, we did find two movies to watch. Mm-hmm. And they are very popular movies right now. So the first one let's talk about or introduce, and that is The Underdogs. Yes, The Underdogs, featuring one of the top-selling hip-hop artists of all times, Snoop Doggy Dog. The- yeah, just Snoop Dogg. Right. <laughs> Testicles one two, testicles one two. Hey y'all, what's cracker lacking? This is your soul plane chauffeur, Captain Antoine Max speaking. He sounds nice. Welcome aboard NWA Flight 069 from the 310 to the 212. It's time to bust this corner, y'all. In a hot second, I'll be hitting them switches and getting this bitch pumping and jumping. What? So screw your shit on tight. And enjoy the flight. That's from Soul Plane, which which Soul Plane. It's just the, the this thing is like is, one of the first movies you remember him in, right? Yeah, but yeah, but, but he's in everything. And Snoop Dogg, he just has such a smooth voice. It's amazing. Well, I think the first one I movie I remember him in was uh, Half Baked. Yeah, yeah. When he was when yeah, he, yeah, was he the, sat uh, down. Yeah, he sat down. So he, uh, he he didn't favor his week in that movie. He just sat down and smoked everyone else's. 
He's like, man, I just quit last week. <laughs> uh-huh. mm-hmm. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, didn't. Also, so in this movie, the awesome Tika Sumter. Thought maybe I'd work civil cases, help women, empower them. Being at that meeting today aroused some of those old dreams with some kind of fire. But those last couple years, the corporate firms descend upon the campus like a pack of wolves. (laughs) And they're so appealing. (laughs) I wanted to be in a position to pay off my loans, pay my folks back, live a little, enjoy life. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with it until there is. Yeah, that's a uh, Tika Sumter. From what? Who's she playing? I don't remember. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> you tell me. That is her playing the first lady of the United States of America, Michelle Obama. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I didn't see that. Obama on their first date in the movie. Uh, this what is it? Southside, Southside with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, also in this movie, the wonderful. One of my favorite stand-up comedians for years. I love this guy. I love every time I see him in a movie because he always played an idiot, uh, including the Friday movies and stuff like that. Mr. Mike Epps. And you know what? I'm going to start going to Dwight because you don't laugh at my jokes enough. Dwight who? Dwight around your lip. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, Mr. Shelley. No, my woman gave me these numbers to play. 15, 30, 37, 38, 45, 47. 15, 37, 38, Coming in here, man. Hater, man. Later. <laughs> yeah. I love him. Yeah. I love him. He's just one of my favorites. And of course, also popping up in this movie, the one, the only. I think he's been everywhere for like the last 10 years, let's yeah. just be honest. Mr. George Lopez. Go to any fast food restaurant, it's all Latinos that work there. You have to be bilingual to get a hamburger. You ever go to Jack in the Box and the voice that comes out of the speaker has a Mexican accent? What the Jack in the Box? Can I take your order? The fuck's going on in there? What can do Jack in the Box? Can I take your order? Quiere algo, cabrón? You want sunshine? Is this Jack in the Box? Yes, can I have a jumbo Jack? You want a jumbo Jack? Get a sheet, you want she? Get a queso, you want she? I better not. So, yeah, that's George Lopez. Uh, probably my favorite part about Blue Beagles, George Lopez, is surprising to me. What was that? That George Lopez is my favorite part about Blue Beetle. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that here in a little bit, too. Um, also, uh, okay, that movie, The Dunn, so, so that's the underdogs. Man, I'm out of it today. Yeah. Let me give you a second. Okay. 
Yeah, beer. Right? And boom. Oh, yeah. I'm already half done. Okay. I'm not just move on with this. All right. Second movie today that we are reviewing is the new movie, The Beekeeper, starring the one, the only, you know him, I love him, the bald head man that we all love, Jason Statham. Oh, no, Chris Owen. Well, let's get you found. See the house. Mm-hmm. The house where we're living. The house that was broken into by some pathetic coward who stole a little girl's toys. A cat slashed the tire. See, that's my fucking house. Anyone who comes around again will find me standing in it. Yeah, that's from Homefront. So, Homefront. He's talking to, he's home talking to uh, uh, James Franco on that one. James Franco before he um, yeah, but, but, yeah we hasn't was, been around before. before he died yeah before he died <laughs> before he died that awful death yeah, yeah. poor James Franco mm-hmm. all right also in this movie um, we have starring the person who I thought was completely someone else <laughs> until I was corrected <laughs> Josh Hutcherson look I say what I feel people connect with it then that's beautiful <laughs> but i'm no hero just one post it really help us out i miss you so much tobes i miss you too kk hey. i've been thinking a lot about us lately everything that happened with craig is just so so messed up you know all we have is each other and i need to express myself the community community needs me to be present for them. You understand? I have 15,000 followers. That means like this. We so need to kill him. So that's from uh, Tragedy Girls, a movie that I don't think gets talked about enough. No, I don't think it's get talked about either. So that's why I chose that. I could have easily gone and got a Hunger Games. I could have easily went and got, uh, you know, anything else. Uh, the freaking uh, video game show he did for like five seasons. I could have done anything like that. By the way, guys, but I was like, man, Tragedy Girls. I totally forgot he was even in it. Neil sent me a clip for Taron Edgerton. I'm like, who the fuck? He wasn't in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, you dick. I don't <laughs> fucking point out all your <laughs> fuck-ups all the time. Okay, half the time. Anyway, uh, also in this movie, Emmy Raver Lampin. I heard a rumor. Whoa, Allison, hey. You're going to tell me the truth. Let her do her thing, man. Where's the briefcase? Where is it? Where the hell is it? I don't know! Allison! We left it in your house, and it is our only way out of this. Where is it? So in the Umbrella Academy, uh, she plays uh, Allison Reaver. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and last but not least, the one, the only, you know him as Alfred, but we all know him as the great, he was Alfred, he was yeah, I mean, Netflix Alfred. You said we all knew him as Alfred, I'm, I'm sure there's, I mean, I, whatever, he was in, he played, okay, all right. 
<laughs> what did he play better than than being Alfred to Bruce to Bruce Wayne to Ben Affleck, dude? Name one thing off the top of your head. I can't. Let's Don't look it up. Don't look it up. Name one thing. Name one thing. I heard with a vengeance. He was in that. I thought he was better. He was a villain. <laughs> anyway, talking about him being the villain, oh, here he man. is from the one season of Watchmen, Jeremy Irons. My plans for a great future ignored. I once asked you, John, whether. It was all worth it in the end. You avoided answering by saying nothing ever ends. Tell me now, John. Will I live to see my utopia? Yes, from the Watchmen. Yeah. Yes, him playing the great Ozymandias mm-hmm. from uh, Watchmen. Now, if you've seen the movie and you've not seen that series, don't be upset because it didn't get a, a second season or anything. It doesn't need it. It's just a great story. If you want to binge a show in a weekend, literally Watchmen. It, w- it was based right here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where I'm from. Uh, or where I live now, I should say this is not where I'm from. Let's be honest. We all know where I'm from. Where am I from? Indiana. Chris. All right. I'm from the Amish fields of Indiana. All right. The cornfields, Amish people. And I only have one thing to say. John Cena says it best when I talk about Indiana, and that is. Oh, no, not the beast. Oh, not that. I don't, I don't have, I don't have the John Cena. Before. John Cena says it best when he says. I don't have a little up to you don't have that load. You always have that on a button. I know. I, know. I, I didn't today because I thought I was going to phase it Man, out. Man, okay. Okay. Then we'll take it. We'll, we'll, we'll completely delete that. Here we uh-huh. go. Five, four, three, two, one. And, you know, from being from the fields of Indiana, you know how many times I had to deal with insects? You know how many summer nights I had to sound like this? Oh, no, not the bees. Not the bees. Ah! <laughs> Happens a lot. Yeah. Happened a lot. Uh-huh. A lot. All right, Chris, tell everybody where they can find us. You can find us online at moviesdon'tsuck.net, where w2mnet.com, uh, it's w number two, is in, uh, number two, m is in moviesnet.com, you'll find us there, along with a bunch of other podcasts. We have Facebook, facebook.com slash moviesdon'tsuckpodcast. We're on Twitter, NTS Podcast, and Instagram, NTS Podcast. We have Patreon, patreon.com slash moviesdon'tsuck. Go to bonfire.com slash moviesdon'tsuck, something new, you'll find shirts with our logo on it and stuff like that. Uh, and uh, if if you're listening to us on a uh, on your uh, you know phone or radio app, go ahead and subscribe. Uh, that would be a great help to us and, and rate us. Give us a good rating if you like it. Also, if you're watching us on YouTube, subscribe and watch Facebook like that page. And uh, anywhere you find podcasts, you might move on sucking something to you. You know who are we talking about today? You gonna, what? Break, you gonna break your computer with the water? <laughs> who are we talking about? Anyway. <laughs> This ain't my computer. This is my just a little camera, and there, yeah. all my stuff is over yeah. here. <laughs> but anyway, what are we talking about today? We're talking about Big Daddy's Barbecue. That's right. Their smoke ain't no joke. They're the ones, the only 
Big Daddy's Barbecue. Now, why Big Daddy's Barbecue? Because, guys, not only do they have some of the best barbecue in the Tulsa area, but, dude, look at this. Look at this. Mm. Mm. $2.99, you get a fried bologna sandwich, a bag of chips, and a Coke. How the fuck do you do that? You go there and get some. Because, fuck, man. Yeah, yeah, dude. Look, ten ninety nine turkey legs with sides. You know, like man, their prices are ridiculous. Look at that. That's a half a chicken, half a fucking <laughs> chicken, just sitting around. Look at the salad. Nothing says salad like a smoke hot link on top of it, man. And uh, and the and purple eggs. It looks like, yeah. Oh yeah, there's nothing better than that. Big Daddy's Barbecue has been around for years in Tulsa, Oklahoma. They have two locations: one at 41st Street, two three zero three West 41st Street, and North Lewis Avenue, two one three one North Lewis Avenue. These guys are great. The food's awesome. The place—it's a shack, man. It is a food barbecue. That's when you know barbecue is going to be good. <laughs> Not when you sit down and you get the fancy napkins and silverware and shit like that no you want to smell it three blocks down the road and you want it to be in a shitty surrounding mm-hmm. like um arthur bryant's or kansas city joe's mm-hmm. like those two places uh, in the gu- in, in the gas station you know like you know you, you go to places and you're like man i can get all that for how much and how cheap right. it, it is exactly it so if you're ever in the tulsa area go to big daddy's barbecue you can look them up online and order online include look at their catering menu at big daddy's bbq tulsa.com man i want a fried bologna sandwich now jesus i know right <laughs> i don't know what i'm eating tonight either because uh my my father-in-law is about to take off and we don't know where he's going Oh, because you. Or I'm sure he knows. I'm sure he knows now. Um, earlier when he talked, when I talked to him, he did you, not know where's where, he heading to? Uh, heck, I know. I mean, with all these storms and everything, and every different oh, he might be area in California, right, right? By the West Coast, he might be in California. He might be in Florida. He might be like, uh, what city just got flooded? Uh, uh, San Diego. Yeah, yeah. Fuck me. So it's like, all right. Well, where? Where does he go? <laughs> where, where does he, he go? go? Where does he go now? I want to know. Where does he go? I, so, I might have to go to karaoke tonight, man. I'm, I'm like, I, I'm feeling it. Yeah, I think you get some, yeah, the things are feeling good. Yeah. You know what I'm also feeling? What? Oh, Big Snoop Dogg. Double D-O-G to the side to the blow. Yeah. Oh, Big Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Say woof, motherfucker, woof, motherfucker. Bow, wow, wow, yippee, yo, yippee, yay. Woof, motherfucker, yeah, woof, motherfucker. Bow, wow, wow, yippee, yo, yippee, yay. So we're talking the underdogs with two Gs. D double G. D double G, but underdogs. Starring, actually directed by Charles Stone III. He directed things like Drumline. You were a Drumline. Uh, oh yeah, I love drum. Like I, I still love going back and watching that scene with Michael B. Jordan and that guy like fighting almost on the drums. Wasn't that, isn't that Nick Cannon on drumline? Was it Nick Cannon? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Man, it maybe it was Nick Cannon. Now that you said it, I'm gonna have to look it up. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, um, it was Nick Cannon. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Man, what's wrong with me this week? I was fucking all these actors. <laughs> he also did a bunch of uh, shows, like episodes of the, like Keenan and Superstore. But most recently, uh, the underdog is starring Snoop Dogg. Uh, well, Snoop Lion or Snoop Doggy Dog. It's Snoop no, Dogg. It say Snoop Dogg, bro. It says Snoop Dogg on the poster. Fine. 
<clears throat> testicles one two, testicles one two. <laughs> and also, this stars Tika Sumter. Thought maybe I'd work civil cases, help with Mike Epps. And you know what? I'm gonna start going to Dwight because you don't laugh at my jokes enough. White who? And uh, and George Lopez for just a little bit. Go to any fast food restaurant; it's all Latinos that work there. So the, you know, let's read the storyline for the underdogs. Jason, two J's Jennings, is a washed-up ex-professional football star who has hit rock bottom. When, when Jason is sentenced to community service coaching the underdogs, an unruling peewee football team in his hometown of Long Beach, California, he sees it is an opportunity to rebuild his public image and turn his life around. As Jason works on to transform the foul-mouthed underdogs into a top-notch champion, he reconnects with his past, including an old flame and a few of his ex-teammates, and rediscovers his love of the game. So, Because, uh, you know, Chris, Chris, I got to say, it is about the game and how you play it. And all... Never mind. So, <laughs> so uh, this is a comedy, uh, and it's not like Little Giants because... Uh, it's rated R because everyone just curses in it. <laughs> and that's what we Alright. Yeah, no, let's let's just like knock that one right yeah. out of the gate, right off the back. All right. Um the biggest complaint about this movie from people was like they went to sit down with their family to watch <laughs> it because they thought it was like bad news bears or uh Mighty Ducks or oh, and, and the thing is and the thing is the whole movie they, they make it very clear they know they're a ripoff. Mm-hmm. They get it. They go they know they're in a genre. All right. Um, but this is not, this is rated R. I mean, like literally just needed one naked booty, like one naked body in it. And it could have been X. Like literally (laughs) this is, this is a hard R though, man. I'm talking the F word, the N word, every word in the book is thrown out. And it's got, yeah, it is like in this movie. And it's funny. Too. This movie is funny. Like, like it, it's hard to get. Uh, Snoop Dogg is just like he's good on screen, but he's yeah. even better when he's cursing little kids. <laughs> like, like uh, it's like, man, what the fuck you just <laughs> say, little man? <laughs> I'll fuck you up, but um, but um, uh, he plays an ex football star. But the problem is that I don't think Snoop Dogg looks like the ex football star that 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 other actor playing him as a. As a football star, I'm like, he was nothing like Snoop Dogg. No, by any means, they make it very clear that it was like 20 years apart. So they yeah. try to make it very clear that he could have lost all that that muscle. Maybe. And, you, know, <laughs> um, you know, whatever. They, they made it, they try to, they tried to make it as clear as possible that uh, he was that guy, but at the same time, yeah, try to say, hey, yeah. yeah, you know, it, it. I mean, by any means, this movie. It, it's okay. Look, you're just gonna have to bend belief on this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to. Um, it's very funny. It's also, it's just fine. It's just a movie. It's just like it's. Sort of, you know, you kind of know how it's gonna end. Kind of, you're not any big surprise, but it's gonna be. You're gonna laugh. I laughed quite a bit. I did barely laugh on the few of these. Uh, but it's it's fine, man. It's just it's just what it is, and uh. You know, that's got. This few... is a stoner flick. This is a stoner flick. Yeah. This is a you, the... you go home, you, 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 or or not even a stoner flick. This is a 
funny, dumb. This is a dumb fucking Reddit art comedy. This is not going to win an Oscar. This is not going to get no awards or nothing like that. All it is, it is Snoop Dogg being Snoop Dogg with a bunch of little kids and comedians that can counteract being in a room with Snoop <laughs> What Dogg. I thought was funny is that when I was watching this, like, it's like Snoop Dogg's daring everyone not to smoke while watching this. Like, like, uh, <laughs> because he's only how much weed does he smoke in this movie? A lot, a lot, <laughs> a lot, like a lot, like more than a stoner movie. Like he's just sitting there casually. So George Lopez is shown on the cover as being in this, or, yeah, but he's in it for maybe a good eight minutes, maybe if that long. Um, right, right, right. And I get that. That's that's just a name being brought to. But, yeah, but like you could also do the Calpin, but Calpin's in, in this for even the less time. The Snoop Dogg and Georgia yeah. business. There, there's um, and also the the other coach guy uh, who's a stand up comedian. Uh, what was his name? Oh, uh, fuck, uh, Andrew Schultz. Uh, Andrew Schultz. Andrew Schultz. Andrew Schultz was in it too, and he he's a stand up comedian. He's like his bitter rival. I mean, there's a lot of people that just pop in. This is just one of those. Grandma's boy. How about that? That's what I'm going to put it like. It's like Grandma's boy. It's just like, it's a good, fun movie, but by any means, it's not going to win any awards or anything. It's just something good to laugh at. Have a good time. You're going to laugh. Unless you get insulted by the N-word or you get insulted by people living in poverty. Besides that. I just don't think that people that, that that would say that or think that would watch this movie with Snoop Dogg in it. You know, you know what the coolest fact about this movie is, though. What's that? You ready? Uh huh. This is Snoop Dogg's 69th film. Oh, oh my God! It reminds me of conspiracies and like crazy shit, like when people try to torture me with insects. Oh, sorry, I didn't pull up. My. Oh, no, not the beast! Not the beast! Ah! Sorry, I wasn't on top of my producer duties right there at that moment. No, um, you weren't. No, you weren't. It's all right. But yeah, okay. but Snoop Dogg's in. I mean, Snoop in so much shit. Like, I think he was in Training Day. Even Sarsky and Hutch. Like, he wasn't. It's just. He's just good on screen. And I, I can't think of any other films where Snoop Dogg is the lead in. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, one of, my, one of our favorite films, I think, with Snoop Dogg in it is Beach Bomb. If uh, when oh, he yeah, plays, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, and he was supposed to play Snoop Dogg. He was supposed <laughs> to play actual Snoop Dogg, and he just shows up. And goes, what was his character's name in that? I don't remember. Where he, he just he just he just showed up, and he was just like, he's like, yeah, you know, last night I got really high, and I thought, man, this guy's name. I, I don't think this is Snoop Dogg. Oh, this is lingerie. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but I think and, you and I both agree the best thing about Beach was Martin Lawrence's character in there. Coach Wire, uh, Captain Wack. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yes, Captain yes. Wack. Anyway, yes, guys. Um, um, literally, underdogs. Now, the reason this even happens or this movie even came about was because, uh, I don't know if you guys know this or even if you know this, Chris, but Snoop Dogg does run a real-life football league for inner-city kids. Uh, the team he has is called the Snoop Steelers. The league is called the Snoop Youth Football League. And as of this point, it has made over over 80,000 kids out of the inner streets and gone into playing football. Over 20,000 of them have been applied or been working in the NFL That's awesome. over the last couple of decades. That's great. That's good to hear. So Snoop Dogg is very, like, literally, there's pictures of this. Like, mm-hmm. Look at this stuff. 
Like he showed up one day and he's like, I'm going to buy the bus. I'm going to buy the bus. <laughs> and like, like literally, and it started taking care of, cause he has kids and he coaches them. And he's like out there, like he's literally works in football, little league football. And it's his own thing. And that's just awesome. Yeah. You know, to see somebody that, you know, he has, how much money does he have? He doesn't need to do anything like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I like Snoop Dogg. It's hard, it's hard not to like him. Like, like, uh, it is hard not to like. I mean, back in the day, I mean, yeah, I mean, he was like, you know, a gangster, and you know, you know, hanging out with Tupac, and you know, I mean, you know, he's gangster and stuff. Like, he's like a gangster that like turned his life around and made things better, not just for him but for his community. Yeah. So I mean, it's 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 really strange. Like, uh, I mean, he more well, he said it's hard not to like Snoop Dogg, and he just. He just, he just. I mean, even after that, that Marcus Martha Stewart thing, he he really stayed in the spotlight, but made good things happen. You know, so I know that the, the, it's all about the and, Martha Stewart. Let's and, just but be but, but him being Stewart in this movie, thing. I mean, him being in this movie is how why it works. I mean, like I can't think of anyone else that would come out and who had the, like even with the deal double G in the name of underdogs. You know, like like he is obviously he 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 came up with shit and it's good. It's a it's a it's a fun it's movie. It's good. It was hilarious. Um, now I didn't even talk about this for one. Do you even want to do quotes anymore? Is quotes done? Maybe, man. Because it's it's hard. Because especially with this movie, I think part of it is delivery of of Snoop Dogg saying it. You know? Yeah. Well, I well, I mean, I just don't. I don't think I want to do quotes for the podcast anymore. I think okay. I'm done with that. All right. <laughs> I, think, yeah, that, that was, I think it was fun and anything like that. Uh, but then after the last couple of weeks, that's not doing them because we had Mark on. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, I didn't have to write down stuff. I can actually enjoy the movie. Uh, so I think we're going to be done with that. So how about this? From Sagway to this, we'll do this. Um, and now you can cut all that out. Five, four, three, two, one. Chris, what did you think about this movie? Give me your rating. My rating of this is uh, probably uh, 3.7, 3.8. It's not going to change the world, but I really enjoyed watching it. You know, like I thought it was funny. And I like Snoop Dogg. I liked the, the I liked all the actors in this. I, it was it was pleasant. It was a pleasant movie. It's funny. It's rated R. It's not for kids, obviously, but kids are gonna see it because it's on Amazon Prime. It's hard to lock it out. But it's just I don't I, I don't see how unless you're exceedingly cynical, I don't see how you can hate this thing. Yeah, I don't either. Unless you're cynical or hate drugs or hate the <laughs> N-word or hate black people or hate, um, I mean, I'm trying to figure out what could make you not like this movie. This is just like one of those movies that seriously on a Sunday afternoon, if you're chilling, have a couple drinks with your buddies, it's one of those movies you just put on and, uh, you know, and just have a good time. If you're having a smoke, a drink, whatever, this is one of those movies you sit there and you just, I laugh so hard at this movie. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie, that day I was having a crappy day. Oh, it helped you? Yeah. Yeah, dude. It helped me. It helped my mood. It helped everything I was in that day. And it, it literally swung me right up. So, like, seriously, this is just one of those fun movies to take a look at. Oh, so, what's your story on this? Uh, I'm got, dude, I have to agree with you. I think it's 3.8. Okay. It's just like one of those, I can rewatch this tomorrow. I, you know me, I love rewatchability. I, am I saying this is going to win an Oscar award or anything like that? No. Do I think the acting's even that good in this movie? Oh. No. <laughs> guess what? I do think. 
I mean, it's Snoop Dogg. Yeah, that's what I do think. It's Dog, Snoop Dogg being Snoop Dogg, and like that's just pleasant. Yeah, enough. yeah, it's just Snoop Dogg being Snoop Dogg again. Just like I said at the beginning, it is Snoop Dogg being Snoop Dogg, and people reacting to Snoop Dogg yep. that actually know how to act. Okay. <laughs> All right, man. I'm on. So, I'm on Rotten What is the audience score for the underdogs? Seventy-eight. Fifty-six. Damn. I know. Tell me their bullshit. Uh, they don't have one, but they do have one. But what is Christopher for this? <laughs> what's up? What's the what's the Christopher for this? Critic score for this is mm-hmm. sixty-one. Thirty-seven. Damn! Yeah. Why people be hating? Proofs and censuses. Uh, give me their bullshit reason. Snoop Dogg remains an appealing screen presence, and the underdogs are offered a share of laughs. But this crass youth sports comedy isn't doing anything audiences haven't seen done better before. I'll read you a bad review and a good review. Um, this is uh, from Robert Levin of Newsday. He says, if you love Snoop's acting, you'll enjoy the underdogs. Otherwise, don't bother. Whatever. And this is from uh, Brian Lowry of CNN.com. He says, well, enjoying something like the underdogs requires a certain mindset, or maybe a slightly, a slightly altered one. It's another example that there's still a place for broad comedies, even when they operate from the most familiar playbooks. You and I, we liked it. It was it was a place for it. And, you know, like you said, Sunday afternoon, you're drunk or high, and you want to see something fun. This is a fun movie. It's a fun movie. I like how you want that. Yeah, if you're drunk or high. <laughs> 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 if you're drunk or high. Yeah. I actually, uh, to, you know, me and we are at the end of the month, we're going to New Zealand. And I was trying to find a, a brewery tour for us to go to, <laughs> like a brew bus. No, nice. yeah, it's yeah. New Zealand. Every every house is I, a I'm brewery. I'm just thinking, like, what better, way to get, <laughs> what, what better way to get to know a city than go through a brewery, like, like three or four of them while you're you there? You better take some video if you're in. I, I saw you when you're going, you're going to Hobbiton. Uh, that was the day I was in a bad mood. Yeah. Um, so I'm sorry I didn't respond no. to that as happily as I yeah, should. Yeah, I'll, I'll, de- I'll definitely. The time you are in Hobbiton, if you do not take some live ass fucking video <laughs> of that shit and send me that, I will be pissed. Oh yeah, I, mean... I will come. I will drive the day that you say, "Oh man, we got back and I forgot to do video." I'm going <laughs> to drive up to Kansas City. I'm going to kick your fucking door no, it, in. It'll be, I'm it'll be, smack it'll be, you. It'll be on Facebook for you to see. I promise. I'm going to smack you, and then I'm going to look at your wife and go, "Teach him better." And then I'm going to walk right the fuck out. Yeah, uh, we were doing. <laughs> we have we have two things set up so far. We have a, a walking tour, a food walking tour the day after we land, and then on uh, Monday before we leave. We uh, go to Hobbiton and the Glowworm Caves. So I'm really excited. And I, Damn, dude, that sounds great. Because, like, to be honest, only thing I got coming up is, like, you know, I got Tool on Saturday. Got WrestleMania coming up. Do you go to Philadelphia? Philadelphia. I don't got nothing cool like that. I'm the, dude, uh, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, my headphone just <laughs> I slid, I've never had this hat on when we record, and it's so slick that it made my headphones just slide right off. I've definitely seen where, where that hat before, though. <laughs> but um, I think I, I, well, yeah, yeah, I've seen this hat. I've had it for like twenty years. Oh yeah, but um, it's I didn't have my headphones. So on re, re, real quick, are you a hat guy or are you a beanie guy? I like beanies better. Uh-huh. I, I like beanies better. I didn't own a single ball cap. Uh, well, I only own like two or three ball caps until I moved here. What happened? And then everybody gave me ball. Oh caps. yeah, you work at the radio station. There's you, yeah, you, you, yeah. 
All right, man. And so I just get ball caps all the time, and I'm like, I'm not a ball cap guy. But, but you like hats. Now I own 40 of them. Yeah. I have at least 40 ball caps. And so it's like, whatever. And here in Oklahoma, it's kind of the look, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So is ball. Yeah, you get your car, and you get the ball cap, and they're like, okay, that's just the person. But um, yeah. Uh, you, right. you ready for news? I'm ready for news. Let's get her done. This is the Movies Don't Suck and Something to Do News. I'm going to read Christoph because he's illiterate because he was raised in Texas. He's right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, okay, go ahead. Let's start right off the back. Millie Alcock. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That's it. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Billy Alcock is the new Supergirl. She has been 100% cast after all the, the hoopla and the hoopla and the boobla boobla. She is the new Supergirl for the DCU. Um, some people hating it. Some people loving it. Uh, and me, you know the way I feel about anything. Until I see it, I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> Thank you for putting her in it. I I can't wait till she does it. And that's when I'll like the Supergirl and the Flash. I thought she was great. I thought so too. So yeah, I, you know. But so people. I'm trying to figure out like um I mean right now we haven't James Gunn hasn't put out a James Gunn DCU movie. Until then it's the, the jury's out, but I feel like he'll he'll do a pretty good job. If he did as well with this as he did with the Guardians movies, I'm pretty excited for it, honestly. I, you know what? To be honest, he's trying to just do it. And to be honest, hey, look, guys, I'm just a fan. I'm more of a DC fan than I am a Marvel fan. Mm-hmm. I have always been very clear about that. But they've made better movies. And Marvel's made better movies them, than DC has. Yeah. Uh, Marvel's, Marvel's made great movies. Yeah. And I like Marvel's way of doing it. I would just like DC to do something good. And maybe for once, I can get a version of the Joker I like. Just gonna throw that one out there. Anyway, you think Barry Keegan will do a good joke? Um, Barry Keegan yeah, let's continue. Okay. Anyway, right. uh, so his blaster just sold for a bunch of money, so why not sell something else? That's right. Star Wars Harrison's Ford original script from A New Hope is heading to auction. Now, it's not gonna get like a prop money. This is just a script. So it's not going to get prop money. But there are scenes in there that were not filmed. There are characters that were not filmed. There are several things in there that's not filmed. So they're thinking it's going to get around $15,000. Did Harrison sign it? To buy. Yes. Okay. Well. So, and this is the Adventures of Star Killer. remember? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This ain't Star Wars New Hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this is the that's the, the name of the script is the Adventures of Star Luke's Star Killer. That's crazy. That's so wild. Um, but, yeah. So it. Oh, go ahead. I mean, I I, I like Harrison Ford, and uh, anything he does that gets in my am all about it. So. I mean, at this point, it's considered a historical document. Yeah, it is. At this yeah. point, yeah, it's. it's uh, I mean, let, let's be honest. It's an amazing movie. Yeah, so um, best of luck. Go look it up. I'm not, I can't find where they want it, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Saturday Night Live. Yeah, that's enough. Saturday Night Live. Good, 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 good one. <laughs> yeah. Jason Rutman's Saturday Night Live 1975 origin movie cast. It's Chevy Chase, John Belushi, Dan Aykroyd, and Garrett Morris. All right, so. 
Corey Michael Smith can officially uh, Corey Michael Smith is Chevy Chase. Um, where is it at? Uh, Matt Wood and Lamar Morris are also joined the origin as uh, Matt Lloyd will be Dan Aykroyd. Uh, Lamar Morris will play John Belushi. And oh no no no, no Corey Corey Michael Smith to play Chevy Chase. Daniel O'Brien is going to play Dan Aykroyd. Matt Wood will play Matt John Belushi. And Lamar Morris will be playing Garriott Morris coming up in the... I can't wait. I can't wait to see how they portray... You said that Jason Redman's directing it? Jason Redman's Yeah, 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 he's making it. He's the one making it. Well, that's good. That's, I mean, he's the son of Iron Raven. Rest in peace, Ivan. But yeah, I'd be interested in seeing that for sure. The Conan Brothers. The Conan Brothers. They're back, right? Back. I did. I heard they're back together. Yes, they <laughs> are. No, they are going to be right. They are working on an upcoming horror film, which they will also direct. Good, because so I, when I heard they, they separated, I'm like, it's it, 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 you know, I was upset when I heard they separated. It's a pure horror film. It's going to get very bloody. Ethan said, "If you like blood, simple, I think you'll enjoy this." Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I watch it. I mean, we, you and I are big Coen Brothers fans, so. Matthew Vaughn wants you all to know that Deadpool three will save the MCU. Okay. Well, <laughs> fine. I, I think to me, Deadpool will sort of transcended the MCU. It was so such an outlier. You know what I mean? Yes, and and what the X Men First Class director Matthew Vaughn, which that's let's be honest, that's the best X Men movie mm-hmm. out of all of them. Is I mean, if you don't want to go the Patrick Stewart, Ian McKellen, which those three are good, and we're we're seeing this movie ne- like we're seeing this movie next week, The Argyle. So I mean, yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, Matthew Vaughn is very saying that uh, Deadpool three is breathing new life back into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, it is simple, it is thrilling, and it's an impactful storyline, including all the things that we can't talk about and I don't want to talk about until yeah, we yeah. see the movie when we have the nice little spoilers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I haven't even looked it up. Uh, Chris's favorite blue men are getting filmed again. You you got what was that? Uh, your favorite, um, your favorite blue men are being filmed again. Who's, the, who's my... Avatar Four has started filming this week. <laughs> like, I thought like, you, do, you love them. You dude, love the Avatar. No, yeah, I think we talked about how the Avatar. <laughs> I didn't really let's do Avatar Pirates. Oh yeah, let's do that next. Avatar Pirates. Avatar, Avatar Pirates. Pirates. So I, 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 I mean, you and I don't care really like like they were fine right like the one and two were just they're beautiful movies the first time i don't want to watch them ever again yeah, yeah. i've tried i've sat down and tried to put them somewhere on some kind of platform where i was like yeah let me try i don't want to watch this <laughs> it's three and a half hours of the shit that i've seen and the other movies done better but uh you know what we love james cameron right like james cameron uh but your mom's a james cameron yeah <laughs> What else we got? All right. Pharrell Williams is having an autobiography bitten told by him. And it will all be in Legos. Okay. I wasn't in until I heard that part. 
So um, Pharrell Williams, everybody known as the guy that plays the wears the big hat, or you might know him as the guy that said that says, "Oh, get it for real. I'm going to feel. Hey, you want to get a lap dance for me? Uh, you want to get a lap dance for me? Uh." You know, from NERD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Everybody really knows him. Everybody knows him from, everybody knows from, because I'm happy. Anyway. Yeah. But Pharrell Williams is going to be telling the story in Legos. Um, Cool. I mean, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't until I heard that part. So now I'm just going to see what kind of shit he does with the Legos. So how does that make a, a biopic? You know what I mean? It's a weird thing. Your, your face is a biopic. Yeah. yeah, I don't even know, man. It doesn't even give it more description than that. Uh, David Ayer is going to be teaming up with Sylvester Stallone and Jason Statman to do a action thriller movie together. Um, yay. I mean, I mean, he just did the... Of the, course, he, I'll watch it. He just did the beekeeper we we're about to talk about. If you guys also don't know, he did um, the Suicide Squad that no one liked. <laughs> but um, but that's, that's neither here nor there. Hey, remember when Universal wanted to do a Dark Universe movie and I, I the that. Mummy failed so bad <laughs> yeah. with Tom Cruise that they was kind of like, yeah, we're done they're, with that. Run, yeah. like, well, run. guess what? They didn't abandon it 100% because now at Universal Studios Parks in Orlando, the Dark Universe that was never a movie series is now going to be a ride series. Okay. <laughs> I'm cool with or, that. I'm definitely cool so, with that. Starting with Mummy the Ride, including Dr. Frank, uh, the Dark Universe uh, attractions called Dr. Frankenstein's Experiments. Uh, there's also, I mean, I've been on the Mummy I don't know Ride. How they're all going to do this. Uh, the Mummy Ride oh, is. Oh, see? So the Mummy Ride. The one with um, Frankenstein, they're adding Wolfman, all I, the above. I wonder if they ever do the Mummy Ride because I went the one Mummy Ride one with there, I don't know, eight years ago, and I went and. Um, they had the one with Brendan Fraser, like that ride there. I thought I went on it twice. I liked it a lot, but um, I wonder if they didn't change that one. She knows. I don't think they should get anything with Brendan Fraser. Matt though. Damon and Ben Affleck are returning to writing again. Not after they after their award nominated pair uh, uh, that they wrote together. Mm-hmm. Um, they will be writing Netflix's movie called Animals. No information on it. At this time, uh, crime it says a crime thriller revolves around a mayoral candidate and his wife, whose son is kidnapped. How is there no? How can you tell me one thing in a story and then it be tell me exactly what I want? Well, I can definitely tell you that you and I are excited because it's Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. We like, we like both of them. Yeah, I love them. Oh, you know what I'm more excited about? What this year for Netflix? This year, this year, this year, 2024. 2024. Two zero two four. We are getting we and will be released on Netflix. Knives out three. Dope, dope. It's I mean it's, as long as it's coming, man. This year, that's I'm I'm excited, dude. You and I both love those uh, knives out things. Like you said, you and I could we could see a uh, a uh, Agatha Christie sort of. Uh, you know, Hercule Poirot movie every year. Dude, it'd be Benoit Blanc. Movie. It's all about it's all it's all about David T. Craig. Uh, David T. Craig is Benoit Blanc. Mm-hmm. Let's just be fucking one hundred percent honest. Mm-hmm. That's all it is, right there. You you know it. I know it. The guy that's behind me, t- touching me, in my no no spot mm-hmm. knows it. Like uh, Adam Sandler's getting the People's uh, the Icon Award at the People's Ch- uh, Choice Awards. So that's cool because yeah. we love Adam Sandler <laughs> and he's a good dude. Mm-hmm. 
Um, did you ever watch Kung Fu back in the day? Or you ever watched Kung Fu growing up? No, but I know about Kung Fu. All right. Donnie Yen is going to be leading the Kung Fu reboot from John Wick Studios. Okay, now I'm interested. <laughs> yeah. Now we're all interested. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you don't know who Donnie Yen is, he played the blind man in um, uh, the blind guy. He was in Kung uh, Fu, right? Squadron. He was in Kung Fu, wasn't he? I don't think he was. Okay. I don't think he was actually in Kung Fu. But uh, but but Kung Fu like uh, yeah. is he doing like a, a no the other series or is it gonna be just one movie? It just says that they're working on a reboot. That's all it says. Okay. It doesn't give full details. Okay. okay, you know how you know how they're trying to be quiet, quiet yeah. these days. Yeah, yeah. Sneak, sneak. Yeah. Uh, the Accountant Two with Ben Affleck will be shot later this year. So I did actually watch the Accountant on your on, on your uh, recommendation like a couple weeks ago. It's a fun little movie. Dude, Annie, Anna Kendrick and him was fucking amazing and cute in that movie. I love him in that movie. I just killed a guy. Ah. Anyway. How about Asperger's anyway. or whatever? Yeah. All right. So then here's a thing that came from a thing that is now a thing, and it's fully going fully on, bro. Thing. It's 100% real. You ready? Uh-huh. 20 year, 28 years later, it has been bought by Sony. Donnie oh, yes. boils to, to direct. And Killian Murphy is going to be producing and starring in the film. Pretty 100%. Sure. It's all signed out. It's a new deal. That means we're going to have to go watch 28 Days. We're going to have to go watch 28 Weeks. and twenty. We're going to have to have a film of on this uh, one. Dude, I love you know? 28 Days Later and 28 Weeks. I like them both. Uh, 20 days later is actually hard to find in streaming, but I'm sure that won't be for long. Um, I love 20 days. I, I still have it. I still have it. Because when I when I, I sold off all my DVDs, mm, the, two, the two collections I kept was my horror movie collection and my comic book Which movie collection. Which should I kept? Which they kept? Tarantino collection. Mm, <laughs> yeah. The yeah. box is all beat up, dude. Yeah. What the fuck? Well, it's had it for a while. And also, it doesn't, it's so old. You don't know how to collect DVDs, bro. It what doesn't, the fuck? it's so old that it doesn't have Django on it. It just has, uh, what was that? It's True Romance, Resort Dogs, uh, Jackie Brown. Are you really just, are you showing your DVDs on during our podcast? Uh, I'm sorry, pal. <laughs> do, you, do you want me to start pulling things out? And start I have that. Shit? I have that. Children in uh, and uh, Clockwork Orange. On do you, I did it once. Right. I can do it up. Go ahead. Those are all good movies, dude. I, I love it. I, I love every part of it. So you know, I'm I'm good for it. I, I can't wait for it all to happen again. Yeah. All right. Anthony Ramis, known for. The Heights mm-hmm. will be voicing everybody's favorite children's show animation. The animated movie in the works, a big studio animation version of this. Bob the Builder will be coming to theaters next year. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you and I won't be. It'll be, be enriching <laughs> the film's portrayal of the Caribbean culture because Bob the Builder is from the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. So that that's that that's uh that's where we're going there with that. I, I guess I mean I don't know if we'll see it, but we'll talk about it for sure. Like we just did. Yep. <laughs> now, the biggest thing there's two biggest things in the past three days in movie news has happened, and I I saved them for the end. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. AMC Theater has 
been doing these designer popcorn boxes for a while. Right. 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 And they've been doing helmets and different things mm-hmm. and stuff like, well, Dune 2 is coming out. So they've made a popcorn box. Here you go, Chris. You can see it here. Mm-hmm. For the Dune series. That looks cool, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, I kind of want it. I never bought the collectible boxes, but I might want this one. Everybody's going to fuck it. What? <laughs> oh, okay. Yes, everybody. They put the tentacles like the sandworm, like the teeth. But people have already made comments about how it looks like a butthole, how, like, people are going to have sex with this thing. It has been one of so, the biggest uh, internet memes. Literally, go look up AMC Popcorn Box or AMC Tune 2, and you will see so many memes, so many memes. No, I got to be honest. I didn't, think about, I didn't think about fucking it until you said something. So now I'm definitely I know. It. That's what the other thing is. <laughs> And I was just like, why is everything got to be sexual with everybody, uh, you fucking sick fucks? Uh, you and I, and I think we're so both excited for Dune 2, though. You and I are both excited for it, though. Just just released a couple hours ago. Mm-hmm. Today. This day. Yeah. This day in 2024. Are you ready for uh-huh. this? They have announced the date and the name of the new Beetlejuice movie. So the movie is not Beetlejuice 2. It's called Beetlejuice Beetlejuice. Yeah. And it will be released in September on September 6, 2024. I'm, I, 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 dude, I'm excited about this. I am. I, uh, I like this movie. I like this poster alone, yeah, it's man. It's pretty cool. It's pretty neat. It's a new, new poster. And, uh, you know, directed by Tim Robinson. It's September 6, which is only 12 days before my birthday. So that's awesome. Directed by who? Jenny or Huh? It's a Burton movie. Tim, Tim Burton. Yeah, Tim Burton. Okay, you see Tim Robinson. Um, then Jenna, Jenna Ortega, <laughs> who is the daughter of Leona Ryder's character in the original film, is going to be one of the main focuses of the movie. That's all I want to know. I don't care uh, about other shit. You know, uh, when you were when you were young and Neil Blackwood, did you want to be uh, Lydia Dietz's boyfriend? Oh fuck yeah! yeah I am Lydia Dietz's husband. <laughs> have you not seen? Have you not seen my wife? My wife is like so Lydia Dietz. I, I think I, I think every guy, every kid, my at least like me, wanted to be Lydia Dietz's boyfriend <laughs> growing up. But uh, yeah, man. Um, okay, so uh, we that's that's the news, right? That, is that Dude, what that's it? it. How can you get bigger? The announcement of when G- uh, Beetlejuice Two is coming out. Right, I mean, come on. That is like one of the most loved movies of all time. Just like your face. Oh, I'm sorry. That's all the news today for Movies Don't Suck and Something to Do. Now Chris is going to beat me with a stick. All right. Uh, talking now, we are talking about The Beekeeper, directed by David Ayer. You guys know David Ayer from uh, uh, the, original, uh, the original Suicide Squad? In the watch... Fury, Bright, Deputy, the Tax Collector, and now The Beekeeper, starring Jason Statham. Well, let's get you found. See the house. Also, the stars Amy Raver. I heard a rumor. Well, Allison, hey. You're going to tell me the truth. Uh, Joss Hutcherson. Look, I say what I feel. 
and jury errands. My plans for a great future. And uh, also, oh, no, not the beast! Not the beast! It's probably what they thought when they were getting fucked up. Um, <laughs> Neil, let's read the story for the beekeeper. Not the beast! Oh, no, not the beast! <laughs> not the beast! Oh, no, not the beast! Um, what's the story for this? What's going on? Storyline for the beekeeper. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Adam Clay is a beekeeper, but someone very important to him is scam and driven to harm. However, what these power and money hungry scammers don't know is that Clay is an agent in a classified program called beekeepers and they underestimate how much of a threat he is adam sets out on a quest vengeance where he hunts and kills those responsible for the incident uh, i want to mention this all stars bobby nadiri is agent meyer wiley uh the fucking michael epps in this and felicia rashad there's so many mo there's so many people in this felicia movie Rashad's it's hard to figure this. out which one yeah uh but this movie is fucking ridiculous and fun is fun look this movie's hilarious <laughs> Let's just call. Let's just call an egg an egg. All right, let's just do it. Are you ready, buddy? Yeah. Let's so, gonna call an egg an egg. All right. <laughs> this is the beginning of a John Wick universe. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, it's, it's the thing is like you guys see this and you know they fuck his bees and they fuck up his bees, so he's gonna fuck them up. It's easy to like. You don't really need to know the storyline. It's just that because Jason Statham is there to fuck shit up, and that's all we want from Jason Statham. Like this is, but then when it gets deeper, when it gets to you know to the point where people are like, "Oh, you know, this here is, you know, we need to go find this or we need to go find that or blah blah blah." And then when they get the more information about what the beekeepers are and what they do and stuff like that, did you want more beekeeper information? Um, man, I I thought I had enough. It was just like, um, again, this is like John Wick, like the first John Wick. We we discover that there's a whole universe of assassins and stuff like that, that there's this whole deeper world. Um, did we need that to make John Wick the original better? No. But do we have it now? Yeah, you can go to Peacock to watch the Continental. You can go watch John Wick 2, 3, and 4. And we, we got Ballerina the movie yeah. coming out. We got like how much we got a whole universe of John Wick movies coming out. And it's always and compelling. You're like, like I want to know more good. about this, you know? Like, I, I, I really enjoy this movie because it it delivers exactly what you want which is just Jason Statham killing people, blowing up shit. And setting shit on fire, and some of the funniest deaths I've seen in a while. <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's, uh, there's one where they ripped a dude's cheek out or whatever. <laughs> that was awesome. And the design of this movie too, man. Like, um, like uh, when we're in this area right here mm-hmm. with the dude oh, and, uh, uh, and the, the yeah, call the, center. The color scheme is pretty great, man. Like, in the settings itself, and Josh Hutcherson, dude. <laughs> if you didn't hate him now, you'd hate him after this movie because he plays such a good dickhead in this movie. Oh, he was such a dickhead. Such a good dickhead. I was just like, what the hell is going so, when on? When I saw the preview for this, and it showed, in the preview they showed this guy getting basically yanked off a bridge, I laughed so hard in, in the preview. I was like, I have to see this movie. And Jason, I mean, you got to give it up to this guy. This guy was like poor as hell. 
you know, like didn't know where to go in life and got put in one movie by this asshole named Guy Ritchie. And then then, uh, from there, I mean, he was just like a comedic part too. If you remember, it was like what? Long stock, two smoking barrels. That that was before snatch. It had to be. I remember correctly. I think so. Yeah, it was. And, uh, this dude just like all of a sudden just goes crazy in this world. Cause like, let's just be honest. This dude is everywhere now, mm-hmm. everywhere. I mean, this is his fifth year f- uh, film this year. Yeah. And he was one of the ones that didn't really fall off in the, in the pandemic. He had a movie come out. I think the street did right at the beginning of it. So, but we like the beekeeper. I think you and I found fun in this movie, right? Yeah, no, it's not just it's not just fun. It had a great little story. It had uh, good actors in it. I mean, we were talking. This movie was supposed to be just a straight to DVD. Oh, it was a straight know. to streaming. This is supposed oh. to be a straight to streaming. No, you need this to see this in theaters, man. I mean, I know you can go rent it on Amazon right now, but I'd really oh, no. people. What happened? Mm-hmm. What happened? Because when I was doing research for this movie and stuff like that at the end, like I always do, as a good podcaster should. Yeah, thanks for this too. <laughs> uh literally what happened was like they released it in just like a couple of st- theaters mm-hmm. and people were getting pissed <laughs> that they could I mean they were they were like death threats and shit that they couldn't go see this movie at the theater and so people were right in the studio like hey dad uh no we're not gonna take this we're not gonna take it no, we ain't gonna take it. We're not gonna take it anymore. Woo! So I, I saw this in theaters. I know you did too, right? You saw it in theaters. And it's a fun fucking movie. You know, like Yeah, even if you don't see it in theaters, even if you're at home and you just throw this on with your buddies, like literally this is like one of the like it is a John Wick movie. It is <laughs> yeah. Jason Statman down. It, it is a John Wick. It's just a different story, a different kind of way of doing the John Wick. And you and I and know that to be honest, how much well, no, how many times have people been trying to copy the John Wick know, formula since it came out? And I think you and I have talked about the action films after John Wick, the way they were made was changed. You know, like like uh, mm-hmm. like there was the, the and it's weird that you can't reuse is that guy. He was the guy that did the the you know the the uh, Matrix movies changed the way action movies are made, and then he did John Wick, and those changed the way the movies are made. And so now uh, we we've been waiting for Jason Statham to be John Wick, and we finally got it. Um, so it's a fun movie, like, and it's, it's uh, well done too. The thing, the thing about this movie too is, is I, I just want to make it very, very clear. It is again a very big, large cast that you got to bring in that whole cast to do this. And the other reason why this works so good is because they were just having a good time. Oh you yeah, could tell. Like yeah. this wasn't like oh we're we're making the next big universe. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. And also, with the stakes weren't as high as you. Like, you know, you see a Marvel movie or DC movie and the fucking universe is going to be destroyed. Not really mm-hmm. in this one. You you knew you were going to have fun watching this movie. See, there's a movie that came out years and years and years ago that I think was one of the best movies ever done by the actor that acted in this movie. And that movie, I think, was kind of like the <laughs> Oh, so Black Phillip? I did not mean to do that. I clicked on the wrong thing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But um, but there's a lot of movies that 
always try to copy what's going on in the world or whatever and stuff like that, or trying to do the John Wick thing. Yeah. And I think John Wick reminds me, or this reminds me of a movie many, many years ago, not story-wise, yeah. but it was like, it gave you a hint of what was going on in mm-hmm. the universe. And then it, it, but it never lets you all the way in. And that movie was hard target, hard target <laughs> with Van Damme, the John Woo, uh, the John Woo hard target. I think that was one of those movies that made action bump up another couple steps. Oh, so we're talking about the movies that bump it up. We got the target. Yeah. target. We got we had the Matrix. We got John Wick. Yeah. The Terminator. Oh yeah. Terminator two. I mean, come on. Like there's movies that make action movies feel like action movies. And I mean, those are the ones, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's... Beekeeper is one of those ones that, it's a, it came at the right time that we all needed, you know. Like you and I needed. It. <laughs> it's the right time we all need. It's not the it's not the changing of the world, man. No. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get what you're saying there. No, I like when I saw the preview for this. It was like I'm gonna take the time even if we know for the show. I'm gonna go out and see this movie, <laughs> and I had a good time, man. It's a very good time. It's a very good time. So, Chris, my oh, give me a rating. It's your turn to do the score first. All right, fuck you, bro. I don't know where you live. <laughs> We're just scoring this. All right, all right, all right. Uh, what is my score? I got to give it a four, man. I'm with you. I, gotta, I have to. I'm, I'm, I'm like, this is a good movie. I can watch this a hundred times in a row. Pro- no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> but like, maybe like, I can watch this a couple times in a row and be okay with it. Be like, yeah. all right, cool. Yeah, it's, a, it's a fun movie. Someone says, should I see the B-Cuber? I'm like, Absolutely. If you like, if you like John Wick, you know, like this movie. If you like action films, you know, like this movie. And Jeremy Irons in this, we didn't really talk about, him, but he's good in this man. <laughs> like, I, I didn't really expect Dude, to see Jeremy, Jeremy Irons is always good. Didn't expect to see him in this, but he's good in it. And of course, Mini Driver shows up for a second, and which is funny. And then of course we got we got Josh Hutcherson playing the biggest dickhead you'd imagine. Um, but I'm gonna run to me as I come now right now. What is the audience score for the beekeeper? 87. 92%. Damn it! Uh, <laughs> audience says, fast pace and full of action. The beekeeper delivers everything Jason State fans will be looking for. And it did for us. All right, Neil. What is the critic score for the beekeeper? Um, critic score on beekeeper. 79. 69. Uh, the critical consensus is cheerfully and demanding and enjoyably retrograde. Beekeeper proves that when it comes to dispensing action thriller justice, Statham hasn't lost his sting. I'll read a bad review and a good review. Uh, bad review from Matthew Lacona of the San Diego Year. He says, Off we go, like way off, leaving even the ocean of reality behind like a burned out barn full of busty honey jars. In its place, a hero who makes James Bond look inconspicuous and John look invincible. You fuck yourself, Mac. Uh, this is a good review from uh, Randy Myers of the San Jose Mercury News. He says, Much of it is illogical, preposterous, over the top, ridiculous, which is what makes it such a guilty pleasure and one of the Satan and the A.R.'s best films. You and I like this movie. We think it was funny, fun. Uh, we, we got every, exactly what we wanted out of it. And I thought Jason Satan played Jason Satan just fine. You know, Chris, I'm going to say this really quick before we end on the note on this movie. And that is that 
I heard so much good shit going on about this movie, and I was like, really? Jason Stepan was going to fucking love like this right mm-hmm. now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, and then uh, I went to watch it with that whole, like, uh, this is just going to be, like, Fast and the Furious, or this is yeah. going to be, like, uh, you know, Hobbs and Shaw or whatever. It's going to be over the top. And the thing is, it wasn't over the top. It was very kind of realistically, you know, you <laughs> had the big blow-ups. But, I mean, it was, like, its own universe, and I like it when it's own it's a its own universe. I see what that world building universe. going on in it, right? Like like you thought this is yeah. a world building, and then there's like there's twists and surprises, uh, spoilers that I'm not going to talk about. That when that happened, I'm like, oh shit! This is oh. begging. This is begging for a sequel, right? This is begging for like five sequels. <laughs> you you can make you can make Jason. Uh, the freaking uh, literally uh, his own James Bond, like his own. And the thing is, you can push it out too because it's it's a, an agency, and there's other beekeepers. And yeah. because without giving too much away, he's a certain one, but there are other ones. Like, so you we know, we if we can talk about movies that have the best sequels, it's usually action movies that have sequels. We can talk about like John Wick. All the sequels to John Wick are great. I feel like The Beekeeper can be one of those other movies that keeps the sequels great. We like Extraction too. That was great. I like honestly, you and I love movies that build a build a world around it. And like you said, right. John Wick did that. Beekeeper can do, Beekeeper can do that. I'm just I'm just waiting for uh, I mean, waiting for Dead Reckoning Part Two because Part One didn't get enough love, I think. Um, but um, but yeah, uh, Beekeeper is a fun movie, and I feel like. I feel like if you guys want to go to the theater, get your adrenaline pump a little bit, you can go there, or you can watch from home for twenty dollars. Is that's what it's going for right now? You can watch from home, but the beekeeper, uh, you're gonna have fun watching. You're this movie. a beekeeper, yeah. Are you a beekeeper? I am. <laughs> but next week, uh, there's no question what movie we're seeing. We're seeing Argyle. Argyle, Argyle's next week. Argyle. Argyle Your gal or my gal? Argyle. Um, with main Argyle. Guile. Yeah. Like, like, guile, like, from no, you, you got to be said this. It's got... Guile! Like, oh, no, no, he didn't do Shuriken. Sonic, boom! <laughs> but guile. Yeah, right? yeah, no, just Argyle. But I know you're excited about this. It's Henry Cavill. Sonic, boom! It's, right? You like Every time you say it again, say it again, say it again. Uh, guile, Argyle. Sonic Boom! <laughs> yeah, yeah, we gotta get Sonic Boom. I'm gonna get one of those for next week. Yeah, but but you're excited to see the movie, right? It's got Henry Cavill. It's, it's got everything you want. Matthew on. Dude, of course. Yes, of course. I know exactly what fucking... It's like one of the only five movies I know of 2024 <laughs> that I'm excited about. So we'll, like, we'll be seeing that next week. Um, And also, I think Maestro on uh, on Netflix. Cause we your have, mom's a maestro. Or, or, you know, whatever you want to do, Neil. I really don't give a fuck with you watch. Maestro, and I'm gonna watch Maestro. Up. Oh, we should probably do Maestro yeah. since it's getting so many awards nominations, yeah, yeah, yeah. huh? Yeah, we'll do Maestro. That sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Our guy yeah, Maestro. Yeah, and then uh, we'll take. And, and the thing is, though, guys, next week this is the funnest thing about the episode, right? Mm-hmm. We are gonna take ecstasy the whole time. <laughs> I don't know. I'm doing that. You might do that. We're but... doing ecstasy the whole time. <laughs> no. The whole time, we're just gonna eat pills of ecstasy while we're doing the podcast. Oh, drop... and, and the thing is, we're we're gonna drop hella acid, hella ecstasy. We're gonna candy flip right on the air. 
No, we're not. No, that's true. <laughs> oh my god! So there's a episode. There's a the podcast called Time Sunk, and the host decided he was going to drop acid at the beginning of the episode, and it's fucking ridiculous. He takes his shirt off and shit. It's funny as hell. There's no way I would do that. Yeah. I, I do not feel comfortable. I don't. I don't even feel comfortable now, like doing anything. Yeah, we're too old now, right? Are we? No, it's not that. It's so hard for me to let go of control. Of oh, dude, you lights. and I, you and I are the same way. Like, I don't want to be like yanked away from something I can't control. You know what I mean? Like, like that's yeah, yeah, a, yeah. that's my thing. My thing is just like the fact that man, I can't do that. I right, can't. When I was to do that, I, I was so freaked out being put under because it's Twilight. You know, I got freaked out because I I would know that. Right. Yeah, I was just yanked out. It was crazy. Then when they got done with my deals and deals. I was like, you guys do it there? Like, we're done. I'm like, come out. And I was like, all fucked up for the next couple of days. But, uh, yeah, that's Beekeeper, guys. So, see that? And next week, we'll be doing Maestro and Argyle. Um, you can find us online. We're on something.net. We're at W2MNet.com. That's W number 2MNet. Uh, M is in movies.net.com. <laughs> no, you're right. And also, you can find us at. Uh, I'm sorry, the asset kicked in. Sorry. Facebook, the don't suck. We're at MTS Podcast, Instagram at MTS Podcast, Patreon.com. Go to bonfire.com. It's on you. You'll find merch that people have bought. I swear to God, they have. And also, we're on uh, we're uh, on YouTube. You go and subscribe. You watch the video at that page. And Twitch, you go and subscribe. And if you guys just listen to on you know, iTunes, Spotify, where you get podcasts, Subscribe there. It'll be ready for you. Uh, post on Monday. And um, if, where do you find podcasts? You know, moves don't suck. That's something to do. You know, what are your small businesses? If you got a small business, just let us know. Bring us that info. Let us do it. We want to hang out with you. We want to make sure that your information goes right out there to our thousands of listeners, our millions of followers, mm-hmm. right here on Movies That Don't Suck and Some That Do. You ready to get here, pal? Yeah, I'm trying to think. <laughs> what am I thinking? Both right. you, both and... you're not like a hot mic, right? I mean, we like being here, so it's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. Right. People are watching, touching my penis. It's right. weird. I will see you guys. All right. <laughs> That's <laughs> all right. Redo. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's start. Yeah. You can't bust me up laughing right before sorry, you want me sorry. to do a creative. A create. You know, all my things are creative right off my top of my skull, I know, bro. I know. It's not like I write them down. And they're not anywhere written. If you make me laugh, I'm just gonna laugh and I'm gonna fuck it all up. And then I'm gonna have to go kill myself in the basement by eating uh, ibuprofen and bleach. So let's not do that. <laughs> all right. One more time. Okay. You ready to get out of here? Yeah, ready to get out of here. That's another episode of Movies Don't Suck and Southern Deep. My name is Neil. I'm Chris. And remember, guys, no matter how much you have fun in this world, remember, just because people have more money than you, you are not the underdog. And if they get too shitty with you, just cut their head off like you're a beekeeper. Have a good night. <laughs>